Welcome to Sumo, my Nietzsche. My name's Amy, and I'll tell you who I'm with in just one moment. It is day seven of Nagoya Basho. We're here to give you all of the action, and you know who it is. It's Saturday night. I'm here with Rob. Ah, oh, mate, you're here with Australian Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about that's the best the I can do. No, we need more. Okay. <laughs> okay. Officially so I've, cancelled. I've got some things. <laughs> We're not going to cancel you, don't worry. I've pulled up a website called uh, 21 Essential Australian Expressions. Ooh. Now, can you say to me, good on ya? I'll start you off easy first. Good on ya. Good on ya. No, that's very American. Good on ya. Good on ya. I'm trying to I'm trying to keep it toned down. I feel like I don't want to go over the top. Good on ya. I lost it. <laughs> you are bad at Australian. All right. Here's another one. It's chockers in here. Ah, it's chockers. <laughs> this is your final test. Mm, Otherwise okay. this podcast is finishing. Crack open a tinny. Crack open a tinny. Yeah, well yeah, done, Rob. There we go. We got it. I locked it in. It. I think it. I got it. <laughs> nope, I lost it again. <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast, Rob. It is lovely to have you back with me to talk sumo. Uh, Dave is otherwise disposed at a wedding, having a great Ooh, time. So yeah. uh, just before he left, he said, dial me in. But they've been going for about six, seven hours. So I said, I probably won't be dialing you in at that point. I'm sure he's having a, a great time. His accent uh, might there. be worse than mine at this point. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> we have another report from the ground from uh, Ben Marshman, our uh, mm. reporter for Nagoya Basho. We heard from him yesterday about yes. the beautiful surrounds of Nagoya Basho, of the stadium <laughs> being in the castle area. But now mm. he's popped inside and he's going to uh, see what's inside the stadium. Tell us a little bit about that. Over to you, Ben. Hi again, Sumo Mainichi fans. It's Ben, your man on the ground in Nagoya. And today I'm reporting from you from Level 2 right next to Sumo, your grand sponsor of the Sumo Mainichi broadcast for today. Sumo for all your Sumo needs. Okay, after yesterday, we had one listener question that came in. That question came from Dave and says, Hi, Ben. What can we get at the Sumo and what seems to be popular with the fans? Well, I'm glad you asked, Dave. I'm walking towards the mall now. Um, the boys are restocking. Looks like the most popular items still are the rickshaw towels, um, the keychains, not so popular, keychains for each of the kimarite. Uh, food seems very popular. Uh, biscuits are flying off the shelf here, as is the curry. Um, and the... Looks like the sumo cards. If you want the trading cards, um, they've had to restock those twice while I've been standing here. So um, they seem to be a very popular item. Uh, fans, as always here in Nagoya, due to the heat, uh, very popular. Uh, and how can you resist being served by Sokokurai, who's in the house today? I am working the register with Yoshikaze. Um, so why wouldn't you want to buy as much as possible and get a photo with one of those wonderful guys? Anyway, I'm going to walk around to the other side of the stadium and have a look at uh, what you can get on the Level 1 merchandising level. Thanks. Okay, guys, I've made my round way around to the other side of the stadium. In the background, you can hear the Juryo Doyoiri happening. Uh, and I'm just checking out the merch stands, which are not the official, official sumo ones. 
Um, here again, you can get um, Rikshi towels. These are not the ones with the face on, and they're about half the price. So they're um, popular over this side, as are the little character fans again due to the heat. Um, T-shirts not doesn't seem to be flying off the shelf. Um, although the Double Waka Brother T-shirt and the Ura T-shirt do look pretty cool. Uh, you can get... Um, Handprints, not the official ones, but the replicas, uh, a lot more keychains, uh, and more importantly down this end is cold beers uh, flying out of the eskies. Um, that'll probably be a wrap-up for today. I'm going to go inside and watch some action, and then for the next few days I'll give you reports from in my chair itself uh, as to how the crowd's going and how the bats are going. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Thanks. Good on him. Ben, just yeah. giving us the word on the ground, the merch this time he's focused on. Yeah, the merch, man, the merch has been has been great lately. It sounds like they really got it set up pretty good over there this time with the, all the, the sumo uh, inclusions. What's That's your favorite thing to buy when you go to the sumo? So my, my usual standard set is I'll go for one or two packs of the cards. You got to have a couple packs of sumo cards. Um, I always grab one or two of the curries. And then we have um, furikake which is like, a, I don't know what, what you would call it, but it's like a seasoning that goes over your rice bowl. It's, um, yep. Yeah, it's, it's not like something you cook into it. It's Delicious. just like a, like a topping. Yep. Yeah, and they got these chanko-flavored furikake that are so good. I always grab about 10 of those because they just I go through them so quickly. And what else? Oh, I'd say that's kind of my core set, and then it just oh, depends on what's new at the moment. Yeah, maybe it a towel or, or one of the new, I got the tea set where they had, I don't, I'm sure you saw it on Instagram. They have the ones where it looks like the, the Rikishi is, is sitting in the, in the bath, but it's on the side of your, your tea yeah, mug. Yeah, on the <laughs> side of the teacup. That's yeah. really cute. I think there was something really interesting Ben said there, which was there's the official mm. sumo uh, place where he saw ex uh, Sokukurai and Yoshikaze, Arashio Oyakata. I can't remember Yoshikaze's off the top of my head. Uh, and then there's the unofficial ones, and they're much cheaper. They are where you can yeah. get the big cans of Asahi yeah. mm-hmm. and where you can generally find the towels without the faces, yeah, with just the names on it yeah. um, and pick up some things for red hot prices. So they're, they're my hot tip that they're often on a different level from the main one. You can yes. get a lot of great No, that's, that's for sure. Whenever you go to a basho, you have to go around. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess it sounds like a Fernando YouTube, but definitely Kokugikan. Every store has something for the snacks, the food, the merchandise, they're all a little bit different. So just because you find one, don't think that you found everything. Make sure you go around the yep. whole building because there's lots yep. of little good finds. In all and the some of the unofficial t-shirts are actually the best ones. Like those ones Ben were mentioning, the ones with Wakamoto Haru and Wakataka Kage together yeah. and the Uro ones, they're not official ones. The yeah. official sumo uh, t-shirts tend to be quite, um, well, they're, they're kind of straight down the line, you know, they've got the the little sumo guy on it or a fan or something like that but the other ones are pretty wild designs you gotta yeah i'm glad to see them changing it up a little bit their t-shirt selection has not i have this um this hoodie that i got online last year you know like a t public or um what was the other one red red uh red bubble maybe i can't remember and uh it's just it's the tegata print on a hoodie. That, that's all it is. I got mm. Takake shows. And I mean, who wouldn't want a t-shirt like that with, you know, with the, the signature and the Tegata and stuff. They just had the little chunky blocky letter ones at the the official stores. And I wore the hoodie to the January Basho and 
so many people working there asked me where I got that hoodie. Like people at oh, the really? registers and some, even some of the Oyakata walking around. They're like, where did you get that shirt? Where is that from? I'm like, oh, I got it online. Yeah, an unofficial <laughs> one online. Wow. I had a Kiss Nasado t-shirt on that was unofficial and a lot of people oh, nice. stopped me and asked about it as well. Yeah. I think they want to up their game. They just don't know the direction to go. They got to well, get in touch with it. Well, they're starting to go. Sumo they are. That's is true. a great... Yeah start um i've asked ben to get sure. me a couple of pieces of merch i said has he got any room in his uh, suitcase he's going to chuck some stuff in there for us so uh, that's very fun well let's get into the sumo i reckon yeah. because there are a lot of bouts today that we should cover i think a lot of great things happening so the first bout that we're going to talk about today i'm going to try and do my best to cover here was Hakuho Hakuho <laughs> I'll get his name right eventually Hakuho it's not easy it's flat out not easy <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think first though before I talk about the about we need to get an update maybe uh Amy if you want to do an in days plate on tape watch where are we at on tape watch oh, today tape's back uh, the tape the is tape's back, back. Yes. so one day off which I maintain <laughs> is still uh, a way of intimidating Gonoyama yesterday mm-hmm, after mm-hmm. they had their you know their rematch up after the Jurio uh, Yusho bout last time which Gonoyama won. This was a rematch, a face-off again, and a grudge match. Hakuoho showed up with no tape. He won that. <laughs> but today he's like, oh, now I'm a bit sore. I'm going to have to have the tape back, please, tape man. And uh, and they obliged. He's fully taped again. Fully taped. It's looking good, though. You don't have the, the wrinkles or anything anything hanging off funny like we did. Oh, but the, the lateral tape's there. <laughs> and the tape that holds the tape, that's there. <laughs> all the tapes are where they need to be so yeah so getting into it yeah it was it was a really good match i mean despite the the tape being back hakuoho is is not taking it easy he he was on fire again endo was right there with him uh both of them right off the tachi yeah, going in for the belt uh hakuoho gets the the migiyotsu grip right hand inside endo's trying to shift away keep hakuoho from establishing the left hand grip he had the right inside but he couldn't quite get the left hand on the outside. They're trying to move around. Endo's trying to keep him off of it. But um, as Endo is trying to shift and move away and, and keep that left hand from getting in, uh, Hakuoho gets a really good angle. They kind of get perpendicular. Uh, Hakuoho has Endo's shoulder right into his chest, and he just drives with that arm lock, with that belt lock, and just right over the bail, sends him straight out. Nothing that Endo can redo to recover from that. A Yorikiri win for Hakuoho, and... That puts them both on 5-2 going yeah, into the very Nakabe. good match for Hakuoho. He was way too quick for mm. Endo there. And that's saying something because Endo's very quick. He wants to go for that Maimawashi. Hakuoho totally blocked him, was too yeah. quick and, uh, and got him out. That's a great it. bout. So then we had Gonoyama versus Shonanomi, two of the debutantes. Uh, their record head-to-head is three and one and Gonoyama has won the last three this year so definitely has mm. the upper hand against these two. Gonoyama was crowded up on the Shikiri Sen. Shonanomi back a little bit. They spun around from their starting positions but it was Shonanomi who found the perfect slap down time. It was a bit of a surprise for uh, Gonoyama to get that win there and a bit of a surprise for me too I have to say. Yeah right as Gonoyama's trying to get in on the belt Shimano Shonanomi just no I'm gonna just pick you up there and then send you right back down and it happened so fast I was like what what, that that's it that's it with that's all we get today (laughs) it was very quick and did you say that Shonanomi had a massive black eye on his left eye it was when he went back 
afterwards. No, I didn't his see that. left eye is almost fully closed. I have Ooh. no idea when it happened and I didn't go back and look. <laughs> but uh, yeah, big big problems there for him, I think. Well, maybe yeah. not because he won today and he <laughs> moves to five and two. Uh, Konoyama, the same score. Very cool. So next up, we had Tsurugi Show in Hokuto Fuji. This was another great match. Hokuto Fuji has been in great form so far this Basho, holding up with the leader pack. Um, Hokuto Fuji, right off the Tachiya, a big clash. Uh, he tries to get his hands inside. Tsurugi Show's trying to, to keep um, Hokuto Fuji from getting the inside uh, position, but uh, he's got his arms right up in in Tsurugi Show's armpits, um, and then but Hokuto Fuji then he breaks away, and you can see it looks like he goes for the Nodoa, and then the Hatakikomi combo push him up and then pull him down is is what he tries to go for, but Tsurugi Show avoids it and almost manages to send Hokuto Fuji down, mm, but he close, recovers it? from it nicely. Yeah, it was perfect. It was a perfect follow up, but Hokuto Fuji had his own follow up, and they both get right back in. Tsurugi Show gets inside, starts pushing Hokuto Fuji back, just going for the dive, dive and send them both down, but let the, the opponent go down first. But Hokuto Fuji on the bails, just perfect sumo ballet. His right foot stays down, left foot spins out, flies around, just lets Tsurugi Show go right by him. See you later. That's a Hatakikomi win for Hokuto Fuji. Uh, and they got mirror scores that put Tsurugi Show on 1-6 and Hokuto Fuji on 6-1, and one, right up there at the top of the the pack and a very nice win for Hokuto Fuji I should say on his birthday birthday of course yes he's right turning Happy birthday. 31 today always nice to get a win on your birthday it doesn't always happen when you're tracking those wins <laughs> but he got it and I can't think of a guy that deserves it more a really great win for him today Takiyasu came up against Nishiki mm. Fuji I am trying not to fly into the vortex and today actually helped <laughs> just like yesterday. I'm, It'll do I'm it. backing away from it. I'm edging <laughs> away from the swirling because it was a fairly straightforward slap down here from Nishiki Fuji. Uh, that's two losses in a row now for Takiyasu, but today's hurt particularly because he didn't really do anything. He didn't look good. He didn't like he look like he was doing sumo. Well, I think I think Takayasu, this is my very high-level, critical, deep-minded analysis here. So get ready for this. I yeah. think Takayasu okay. was also seeing the vortex. Oh, he was no. going, he knows what's he going can't. on. He said, This is my yeah. chance. I'm yeah. gonna finally get it. And he dove towards it. He had a loss yesterday and he dove towards the vortex. Mm. But there was nobody there to meet him, and he went straight into it, down to the cliff. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That could be the case. I mean, he's been in this situation so many times now. He's trying his best to stay level-headed, to stay cool, calm, and collected. Mm. And yeah. how can he, as he as he has this this success over and over again, and knows that at some point this failure is coming? Yeah. Uh, and today, yeah, today it was. It was just a bit of nothing against Nishiki Fuji, who moves to four and three. Takiyasu, it's okay. He's five and two. But the swirling's allowed to continue in the in the corner of the room, but we're going to don't dive it. towards it, Takayasu. For now, no, leave it alone. <laughs> Hokuseiho came up against Tamawashi. We are really charting Hokuseiho this time around, mm -hmm. just keenly observing this man's bouts. And today he came up against someone who is in form, Tamawashi. He went for the Noroa 
and <laughs> he was reaching up so high because Hokusei's neck is, you know, <laughs> two meters essentially, two meters minus his head length, head height. Uh, off the ground and Tamawashi, yeah, arms right in the sky. But he was able to do it, fingers almost up the nose of Hokuseo and he just kept the Norua, kept him on an angle, allowed Tamawashi to get in close and lift him out. It was an absolute masterclass. It was great. And you could see Hokuseo going for what he went for yesterday, you know, just that that single one-hand throw him around the dokyo. But I don't think you can really do that to a guy like Tamawashi. But yeah, you know, he, he gets up close, Tamawashi, right after, at the Notawa at the end there, he was just right up inside and he, he Hokuseho had the belt grip, he had that front grip with the right arm, but they were too close together, he couldn't get any leverage with it and it didn't work to his favor today. No. Now you said something to me earlier when we were talking about getting ready for this. You said, in all capitals... How does a 38-year-old have this kind of power? Now, I need to know if, number one, you have an answer for this, and also, number two, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I, maybe I should answer those in the opposite order because yeah, I'm so. 36. I'm okay. 36. I'm getting okay. there. I'm, I'm just a bit behind Tamawashi, but I've started to – I mean, I, I know I'm – Do you I, have I got, this kind of power? No, I don't. And I feel like I'm losing what little power I do have already. I, I can feel like – those premonitions that time is not going to be kind to the human mm. body. <laughs> so I, of course, am um, 26 years old uh, plus quite Podcast a bit. Age. No, I'm 44 <laughs> and I don't have anywhere near that sort of power. I mean, I never no. did. But also I just can't imagine being 38 and this sprightly. He's just so impressive. We say it over and over again. But when I saw him reaching up there, taking on this young gun. Who exactly. People are really having trouble beating. He's just like, no worries. Now I'm back in form. I can yeah. take this guy on and I'm going to show you how to do it. It's just cool, isn't it? It was great. Yes. Makes my oh. back hurt. <laughs> Our backs always hurt. We're that age. Why doesn't his? <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> Next up, we had Midori Fuji versus Meisei, which, again, going back to our... our uh, pre-recording chat here was not even a match that we were going to to talk about that much. Uh, both of them, you know, weren't coming into this match with a great record. Yeah, Dodi Fuji especially it was it was just going to be a match we'd we'd skip on by, but just pass by. Yeah, just let it go until Meisei just showed that there is apparently nothing that you can do to beat him. <laughs> as much as he's <laughs> lost in this basho so far, if you just watched today, it was perfect sumo just perfect responses to everything that midori fuji tried to do he hankers at the beginning i know that's the first thing he tried to do was a massive hanker and as he goes to get behind meisei to finish sending him out you know he goes for the, the hanker and the and the okuri meisei just turns around and meets him and gets the perfect what looks to me like textbook definition version of the Migi Yotsu right hand inside. He's got the right hand inside, left hand outside, deep belt grip, both loops all the way in. And he does not lose that grip for the rest of the match. Midori Fuji tries to break it. No good. He goes for Shitate no Nage. No good. He goes for a leg trip. No good. <laughs> and at everything. this point, they're back up on the bales. Midori Fuji is trying to hang on for dear life. Goes for another Shitate Nage. No good again. And Meisei just goes, yeah, that you've, you've had enough chances. Let's just finish it up here right over the bales. See you later. Uh, Midori Fuji, that's a Yorikiri win for Meisei. Uh, 
which after that definition, uh, that explanation, you would think I would say something amazing, but it's one in six and three and four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you say that uh, Mace hasn't shown uh, that he can lose, but he has four times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you didn't he, look like it today, no, did it? <laughs> no, he looked fantastic today. I did think today's hanker from Midori Fuji made me think, I've been thinking about hankers a lot because of uh, Ben's hanker studies, you know, has made <laughs> us all consider this very knowledgeable topic of conversation <laughs> of study <laughs> in the sumo world uh i think that there are hankers that put you at a distinct disadvantage because you jump too far away and i oh. think that's what midori fuji did today he jumped so far yeah once may had realized and spun he was still he still hadn't come back into the position that he needed to be to as you no, said, yeah, he, he even had Mace's hand. He he moved, he grabbed the hand, he was gonna send them, but even with that hand grip, their legs they were so far apart, he, he just had no time away. to get back. Yeah, mm. I think it's a factor in. I think Ben has to start another column in the spreadsheet of uh, how far <laughs> you jump away and how that affects the win or the loss. So, well, I so think you, that's going to be our, our scale of what's a meet and move and, and what's a hanka and what's mm. uh you're just too nervous to be on the dojo. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, poor Midori Fuji. Uh, he's not finding anything. I'd love to look and see the last time that he won with Katasakashi because we haven't been seeing him do that recently either. I mean, it's probably... Oh, he's gone for it a couple of times this spa show, but he's it hasn't trying, been there, isn't he? But it's it? not, mm, not coming off. Well, we, then we had Shodai versus uh, Toby Zaru. This was <laughs> another one I was going to kind of bypass, but what I enjoyed about this bout, and I always enjoy every time I see it, is a Gyoji getting extremely involved. <laughs> and almost, I would say in this situation having an impact on uh, the outcome of the bout. So he just could not find the right position. Shodai and Tobizaru, of course it's Tobizaru, right? So Tobizaru is darting around. Shodai's trying to keep up with him, just kind of bumbling around, finding uh, the right angle to take Tobizaru on with. And the Gyoji's just always there. So Shodai backs <laughs> into him at one point. And then they turn around and then he backs him to him again. He loses one of his shoes. The shoe's in the wrong spot. He's falling over. He lost it twice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Toby Zaro ended up winning. That's fine. He goes to 4-3, short I-2 and 5. Let's get rid of those uh, stats. It's just all about the Kyoji <laughs> not getting out of the way here. Some days must just feel really bad when you just can't get it right. That's going to be an apology letter to the to the NSK right there, isn't it? I think he's going to put, have to put in his resignation there. Yeah, the poor guy. Just yeah. trying to call a match. I just love a tumble off. I love a uh, losing a shoe. I love being... Losing a shoe's a big one. Yeeted off the dojo. We've seen that a couple of times. <laughs> Very funny. Not to mention, I think I think as they went out, they went out on different directions of the dojo, and I think they both hit Shimpan on the way out. The the side judges, I think they both ran into a different Shimpan on the way out. So just everybody taking a bump. There were a few people rolling in Shimpan today. There was a lot of uh, <laughs> kerfuffle down around the the edges of the dojo today. <laughs> well, let's move into the Sanyaku and straight up we had a uh, doozy. Well, what should have been a doozy? It was Komasubi Konowaka versus the uh, Slayer of Worlds, the uh, hype vacuum Nishikigi, unbeaten 
stepping up. Uh, but all the hype was, in fact, vacuumed up because, <laughs> and vacuumed up in reality, not just by Nishikigi, because uh, Kotnawaka refused to play along with our narratives and uh, just threw uh, Nishikigi down. Nishikigi tried to haul him around and throw him out on the bales, which has been successful for him a few times this time around, but no go. Kotnawaka win. That was, yeah. It was it was almost nothing, wasn't it? That attempt just looked so. I don't, I don't want to say weak doesn't feel like the right word. I know that's not fair, but he just had no chance to get anything set up. He was like, "This is this is the thing I can do in this situation." It didn't work, but this is my only option. He just, just right out, you did out. I think as he said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> he out. How did you feel in your heart here? I'm I'm still processing it. So what oh, yeah. what exactly happened in this match? Because we haven't undefeated Maegashira over the last what 15 14 days and today he just looked like a Maegashira going up against the Sanyaku and getting his uh his dues <laughs> yeah I've never seen a guy exit the stadium so quickly so he turned and just almost jogged down the Hanamichi he's like well today wasn't it <laughs> That's it. That's it. I'm out. See you later. Thanks for the good times. <laughs> but as usual, didn't look upset, didn't really let anything happen. He's just like, maybe I'll come back again tomorrow. But I do wonder if this is the start of the slide or whether he's going to be able to pick it back up. It must be a bit of a dent in the confidence. It's got to be, yeah, after what he's been through. But, I mean, what what is he going to have in week two? You know, it's, it's going to be what's his, his lineup look like. Is it How is it going to affect his mindset, I guess, I, is what I want to say. Because that's going to, yeah, definitely have a big impact on what he's going to do going into tomorrow. I think will kind of be what's going to reset the mood or, like you said, say, okay, that was fun. A little flash in the pan. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it takes Kodnawaka to a great score mm. of five or two. So five and two. Five wins, two losses. The other way to say that, of course. <laughs> He's looking pretty good. Next up, we had Abi and Wakamoto Haru. So this was another fun uh, match to look at, seeing what Abi was going to do today. Is it going to start to recover? He's He's been a little bit on, a little bit off, but not having a great uh, start to week one, this Basho. Uh, so let's see what they did. And as you would expect, Abi goes for his usual straight up out, both arms forward, going in for the neck and the thrusts. Um, but yeah, Wakamoto Haru, I think, I mean, everybody at this point must know that's what's going to happen. And he breaks the slaps. He gets Abi out of his rhythm. And I didn't notice it until they showed the slow motion replay, but he breaks it and just gets this slap. Just one little slap to say, don't you try and do that again. Which he does, of course, because it's Abi. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't reestablish his his rhythm and yeah just wakamoto haru just steps aside and lets him uh see himself off of the dohyo and gets the hatakikomi win it felt very uh, polite was, didn't it i mean it was a it was a great win it was very clever very polite yeah. like, no, that's that's life. what you do against abby yeah if you know what he's gonna do you know what the response is oh the one thing i thought was funny with this one after seeing how he's kind of been in a bit of a funk this basho you know he hasn't really been in his doing his sumo Abby. every day. Yeah, Abi. Did you notice how he was bouncing off the die? He wasn't just hands forward. He was kind of had a little leap to it. Like he was desperate. <laughs> He's yeah. just like, ah, ah, trying it's to funny get up. When into... You can see those slight differences just after you feel like someone's trying to change it up or doing something different mm -hmm. because it, something's not working and you're like, oh, 
it almost it almost felt desperate mm-hmm. the the way it looked anyway because we had a what was it a couple boss show ago where abby played spoiler against uh wakataka kage wasn't it where he beat him on on one of the playoff days and everyone was praising abby's insane lateral footwork mm-hmm. how does he move sideways like that and manage to send his opponent down a blah 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 and going over all that and i always kind of keep an eye on abby's footwork since then and yeah today just it's like he didn't really know what he wanted to do to get mm. himself back yeah into his his style yeah well does it come into the same idea as the reared and bounce remember the reared and hip oh, the little little duck waddle Ooh. he did in the <laughs> i mean the shikiri <laughs> maybe yeah maybe this is going to be our, our new our new bouncy rikishi maybe we'll, yeah. we'll check on tomorrow <laughs> to see how bouncy Arby is so he's three and four wakamoto mm. haru five and two and ura and daisho were up next, but Daisho not interested in doing anything but his own style of sumo. He's someone who just absolutely will not compromise. It's his way or a loss for him. <laughs> Ura tried to escape, <laughs> but Daisho, yeah, he was on point today and he was able to take himself to five and two as well. So another Sekiwake win, Wakamoto Haru and now Daisho. How do you see this one? Yeah, Daisho again looking back in form. He had uh was it yesterday that was his his uh one of his recent losses there, I think was yesterday, wasn't it? And you were kind of worried, what is he gonna do going into today? How is he gonna try? You know, like we talked about with with Abby there, but yeah, just oh, that's what you love to see from Daisho. Strong, strong, strong. And after a couple he, of good days from Ura, um he he couldn't get away today. He couldn't do any fun yeah, things. It was right in right in the middle there. I thought it was a really good moment where Ura was trying to escape from Daesho's flow and you saw him kind of go down, you know, how he loves to get underneath an opponent and you saw him go to get underneath and just perfectly synced. Daesho stayed with him, went right down with him, mm. smashes and brings him right back up. And that's when Ura tries to retreat and, and just lost any chance to do anything else. But, oh, Daesho, do yeah, this every day. just going forward, he has to watch, doesn't he? Because mm-hmm. if that's all he's doing, and I don't think it's easy or uh, I don't think it's all he's doing in inverted commas, but it's it's <laughs> fairly simple. He has to watch mm-hmm. to see what his opponent does because they're going to tr- be trying to break it up, come up yeah. from underneath, come from the side, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he was watching today and he did see that move from Ura. That's that's absolutely right to call out. So, yeah, Ura 4-3. Daesho, as I said before, 5-2, and two, going very nice. well. The uh, third Sekiwake next. This was a bat I was really looking forward to. Hoshoryu oh, yeah. V, Asaniyama. They've met once before in May 2021 when Asaniyama was a Zeki. Hoshoryu mm-hmm. was Maegashira 5 and Hoshoryu won that one. Uchigake, the inside leg trip that he always goes for. There's a, a, a variety of leg moves that he, leg kumarite that he wins with, and the Uchigake is one of them. Yeah. So, yeah, he's got the upper hand here, Hoshoryu. But a while ago, this time, the right hand went on the belt from Hoshoryu. He tried to throw a Sanyama once, couldn't do it. They got back to the middle. He turned around and just threw a Sanyama the second time and it worked. It was I thought this was very, very impressive. Sumo from Hoshoryu. I will absolutely give him that. Oh, I loved it. I mean, we were we were talking about the last time I was on, you know, what's your your favorite Kimarite? And I was talking about the Uate Nage. God, did we see an Uate Nage today? Oh, this is what I want to show everybody when they say what what sumo look like. I was like, 
this is perfect Subo. <laughs> and I like how you saw the failed one and then the one work. I thought that was really yeah. cool. You could sort of line one up and go, oh, well, that he was, Asanyama just somehow managed to pull his body back. And then the second one was just too perfect to stop. I feel like a lot of times when you see somebody go for the same technique twice in a row, you know, they're kind of usually desperate or things are fast paced, but they, they, it never really lands. And you would think against an opponent like Asanoyama that you're not going to be able to follow up with the same thing. You need to mm. pull more, more tricks out of your bag. But Hoshodi was just like, no, this is my time. This is yeah. my Ozeki run. This, this is, is what I do. Like you said, the yeah. leg trips, the the techniques, the technical sumo. Oh, it was just beauty that's that's gonna be i think this is my version of the um wakamoto haru uchari that i'm gonna go back to when i'm when i'm feeling down and i need a little pick me up in the middle of the day i'm gonna go back and watch hoshodi just execute this perfect uwate nage and say yeah i'm ready to take on life again i'll give life uwate nage and (laughs) sunny thrilled about that (laughs) he (laughs) he would not have necessarily expected to lose this one it was an important bout to sort of start to Mm. re-establish a bit of dominance but he's Mm -hmm. not back yet he's not ready uh perhaps and hoshoryu yeah was able to pull off that win to take him to six and one so he joins now the leader pack with uh nishikigi (laughs) Um, and there's someone else as well we'll check that when we go through the leaderboard oh I can see who it is Asani Yama is uh, four and three we had one final bout of the day it was Mitakumi winless looking a little bit sad and frustrated by this point coming up against Mm. the uh, injured Ozeki Kirishima Um, Kirishima coming back onto uh, into this day uh, having a defeat, uh, having a win yesterday, sorry, against Short Eye, but a defeat the day before against Toby Zaru. But surely, surely he could take on uh, Mitakumi with no win so far, but it wasn't to be the case. Mitakumi suddenly showed a burst of, I don't know, Ozeki style forward motion sumo and just took Kirishima straight out, maybe hit him in the ribs or something, hit him in that that ouchy part at the moment but it was a fairly easy win for Mitakumi yeah he he had he had a good position set you know he he had the left hand up for the the Notawa he had a they were talking about this on the replay on NHK you know he had the the right hand in with the Otsuke so he was keeping um Kirishima's left hand from getting where and he keeping that pinned down and he just couldn't really get anything set up and I wonder one thing I, I noticed before the bout started was Kirishima couldn't get his breathing lined up ah. with Mitakeumi. So I, maybe for some of the, the newer fans, it, it might be just good to point out. So when they start about, they start on their own time. Technically, they can wait as long as they want. The, the Rikishi decide when the bout starts and they have to line their breathing. They have to make sure they're they're in sync with each other. And when they agree, that's when they go. And there was just this little hiccup in Kirishima's Kirishima's timing at the beginning where he he came down he kind of wiggled a bit and you could tell he wasn't quite set and he kind of came half up but he didn't come out of it full I think it was kind of that do I stand or do I stay do I stand or do do I I stay and um, hop mm -hmm. up and do a mata and like fully reset myself Mm, and he just he he sat back down into it and and I mean you know it looked fine after that but the visual of it anyway didn't look like they really got in line, at least on, on his side. And I wonder how much, cause yeah, he couldn't get anything set up off the touch. Yeah. And I wonder how much that 
that had to do with it because yeah, I mean Takeyumi just got such a good set with the with the Noto and the Otsuke there that he just had nowhere to go from there. Well, but injuries pleased... too. I'm sure there's a lot coming into it. Yeah, What's that? I think so. I was pleased to see uh, Mitakumi get his first win. Yeah, <laughs> I was, of course. I am happy to see one and six uh, there on the board rather than the zero. But yeah, I, a little bit worrying for Kirishima. I will say in terms of the Sumo Mainichi universe, being lucky enough to be here on day seven and <laughs> yeah. having an 0-6 Rikishi in the mix, I was admittedly quite excited for my, fo- my first uh, chance to bring up the road. The road. <laughs> <laughs> Being on the road. I mean, that's spending the longest time on the road, yeah. getting to zero and seven. If that had have happened today, you're absolutely right. That's the, the long and winding road <laughs> where you've got to hop on your backpack, just really get a, one of those big walking sticks, get some sensible shoes and, and prepare yourself for the longest walk. But no, Mitakumi, but not yet. Six, he's not on there yet. No, we'll leave that to you and it. Dave to see if, if he hikes, <laughs> hip, uh, hops up on the road or not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to explain it this time around. If you haven't listened to the podcast before, That's it'll become I'm apparent. I'm fangirling a little bit, sorry. Yep. What the road is. <laughs> we'll explain it when someone's on it. Kirishima, he is two and three and two. Apparently his Oyakata said if he rejoins, he's not allowed to pull out uh. again. Uh I don't know how long that will hold because surely if he's um, in pain, they don't want it to get any worse. Mm. Um, so I guess we'll see tomorrow. In terms of the Yusho race, we have Hoshoryu and Nishikigi, who I mentioned before. The other two are Tamawashi, Magashira 7, and Hokuto Fuji, Magashira 9. And I'm loving seeing him out in front at this point. Then Daisho, Wakamoto Haru, Kodnawaka, Takiyasu, Gonoyama, Shona Naomi, Takura Fuji, Takura Fuji going so well. Endo yes. and Hakuoho. So at this stage, we just wanted to do a little um, Ozeki recap on how, uh, mm. Ozeki watch recap, I guess, how the Sekiwake are going with their wins. Yeah, we're moving in that direction because we have. Um... Hoshoryu and Wakamoto Haru are on 21 going into this basho, correct? Yep. So that means that they both need at least 12 wins to secure their 33, which is generally the the benchmark for an Ozeki promotion, 33 wins over over three basho. And both of them are sitting at two losses right now, correct? Uh, Hoshoryu has six. Hoshodi, yes. Haru has five wins. Yes, I'm so he's about. he's <laughs> yeah. I'm switching back before <laughs> doing the between... opposite. <laughs> so Hoshodi is still sitting well in it. He he has a little bit of of wiggle room going into Nakabi tomorrow. He can still drop a couple and have a good potential, depending on what happens with the Yosho outcome. Wakamoto Haru is a little bit on the on the cusp, yeah, of the generally accepted uh, conditions for the Ozeki promotion. Um, and then lastly, where is he sitting? Daisho is also at five and two, um, but he has one more win. So he yes. has uh, 23, yep. 22. He came in on 22. Yeah. So 22. he can have four losses um, and he's only had uh, the two. So Daisho yeah. looking the best in terms of the Ozeki, the race to Ozeki, if that's what we're calling it. <laughs> uh, and the others perhaps, yeah, 
Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, it's very early on now. Sure. Uh, but a lot of interest, especially with Kirishima, a little bit wobbly. A lot of yeah. interest in uh, these three and their scores. So on the Eve, Nakabi Eve, we call this. Nakabi Eve. <laughs> Uh, that was just a little check-in on the Seki Waikai. What do we got looking for tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. Have you got the um, the Torakumi up for tomorrow? I don't. I do. I can I can walk through a couple of the, the key yeah. matches here. Sure. We have, um, starting from the top, Kirishima is going to be taking on Midori Fuji. So oh, that'll no. hopefully be a little bit of a break for the Ozeki, but not that either of them are in great shape this basho. Um, Daisho is going up against Asanoyama. Oh. There are 10 and 7. Daisho with 10 wins. Asunayama with 7. Wakamoto Haru and Kotonowaka. Uh, Ura and Hoshoryu. And then Abi has Shodai. Mm -hmm. And that takes care of Sanyaku. Nishikigi is up against Tobizaru. They are 1 and 3. Nishiki 1 win. Nishikigi 1 win. Tobizaru 3. So that's a pretty uh, hectic match going by the, the records and the history. Um, we also have Tamawashi up against Takanosho. Um, so that's a good outlook for him, judging by the records of this basho, that though Takanosho definitely has the upper hand with six win to Tamawashi's two. And is there anything else interesting to call? Takara Fuji up against Kotoeko tomorrow. Uh, they're three and six Takara Fuji's way. And our Judio visitor for tomorrow is good old Ichi Yamamoto, making uh, one last well, little... out. Is he back? He's going to be back. He's he on, wait a minute, he's on the Torikumi for tomorrow, yeah. He must be coming back. Oh, don't come back. No, oh, Ichi Yamamoto. No. He is on this Rukumi. <laughs> he is. Oh, well, that's a terrible piece of news to end up. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Just Let me jump rest. back. Let me go jump back. Hakuoho and Shonanumi. So our nice. other two debutantes well, face that off. Will be... Both five and two tomorrow. Five, two going into tomorrow. So that yeah. will be an absolutely fantastic bout. Well, we have come to the end of Sumo Mainichi for day seven of the Nagoya Basho. Now, you have to say something to everybody before you go, and that is Huru. Oh, you beat me to it. I was going to surprise you and let you know that I knew that one. Huru. Huru. Bye. <laughs>